Alright, uh, we're starting, I believe, is this the 10th one, Brian? I have no clue. Crypto Sparta Podcast, episode 10. It's up there. We're here with Aubrey, and we got another special guest, Harry, who is the, uh, would you like to introduce yourself at all, or? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. And then, um, no, there'll be some cool new developments, uh, for Crypto Sparta, uh, as well as with the website, we'll be adding a Crypto Sparta Legal. We're going to be doing some educational materials about uh, crypto legal and tax things because a lot of the questions that we get are that. But as usual, uh, we'll start with the market. Uh, Brian, I see that you got your Coinbase up. You want to tell us about some of the prices right now? Yeah, so right now, I mean, this market has been so bad. It's, there's another like little mini dip. Bitcoin's at like 35,768. Uh, and then ETH is at. Is uh, it 25 or no? No, it's at 2,385. 385. Yeah. And I mean, so, a lot of people are saying that 2,500 level is going to be like an important level to watch. Exactly. That's like when it like breaks resistance or something. Or, it's something about technical analysis. Yeah. And, so, yeah, so we're, we're at higher higher lows right now. Higher lows. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely it's gonna be choppy. Not a financial advice <laughs> whatsoever. But like it's, I feel like it's gonna be really choppy before, uh, you know, we see some movement. So. And I think maybe like the overall sentiment that people are wondering are like, how long will the chop last? Like everyone is still kind of bullish in the long term. But in the short term, people are like, will there be lower lows? There's some people, I mean, and then if you look at the numbers, there's still a ton of leverage. Yeah, people like to play the game where it's like... Oh, we're in the clear now. The bottom is in. Let's 5x on the fucking... It's like, I want to bet that it goes lower. You know, I see it potentially, and then it's like, oh my god. So people still like to play that game, but... Definitely at higher lows, so hopefully we get higher highs. Uh, and I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, if something goes down so drastically, and I mean, the overall thesis that I stick with is like, by 2025, what will the market look like? Although the market did lose like a trillion dollars. And I was like, yeah, I think in 2025, the market will be at like more trillions than it is now. And, uh, you know, the thesis is being tested. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I heard so much promise about DeFi summer or, like, old season. Solana summer, white boy uh, summer. Yeah, hot girl summer. Um, you know, all these summers. And right now it's been kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's the market so far. No, yeah, and I mean the alts are bleeding. Like alts are just oh, yeah. brutal. And I mean, if you if you still have you know belief in your alts or based on the research that you've done, uh, and confident, definitely this is the time to buy. As like everything is like at new lows. Well, and I mean we were talking about the kennel master. Uh, if you look up on Twitter, there's the kennel master. I believe it was twenty five different dog coins. He invested uh, 130000 in and then ended up at $3.5 And people were like, when that guy made that much money off of all the dog coins, like, like we all should have been panicking. That's, like, <laughs> that's like your dream, like, you know, uh, 
port- our portfolio where it's like invest one hundred thirty thousand, get to three point two million. Like that's a solid amount in like under a month. Well, it was just clean. Like your dream, it was like, clean the way the guy did it because he didn't excel with every of the dog coins, and it was like. Okay, I believe in Doge. I'm like, okay, maybe not Doge, but Shiba Inu. And this guy was like, I'm going to carefully allocate to every single dog coin varying amounts and track make, how much them, track how much they make. I'm gonna make a Doge co- uh, dog coin uh, hedge fund, right? <laughs> a mutual fund ETF. Uh, ETFs. So. Well, then maybe we move into the the Miami stuff because there's a lot of news and we we skipped a week. Yeah, because we were in Miami this past week uh, for the Bitcoin conference, and it was a really fun trip, and I'm glad we we went. We'll probably be at the next one. I'm going to be at the next one, I'm quite sure. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot of good energy, met a lot of great people, but it was just like, at the end of that weekend, like, we were so (laughs) tired. We were dead. (laughs) Like, we're, we're not as young as we used to be. We're not in college, even though we did go to a primarily... Uh, big drinking school. Madison, you, you yeah. work hard, play hard. Yeah, exactly. But you know, there's always there's levels to the shit. That's that's what I like to say for uh, Meek Mills. So yeah, there's like different levels, man. Yeah, and I mean, some of the people, <laughs> Brian and I, we won't name names, built different. Yeah, just built different. <laughs> like at TikTok, you see that guy like cracking the egg with his bicep. <laughs> built different like people partying until 7am every night like yeah, built different and then headed to the conference earlier than me yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, uh so Daniel do you want to just like cause you actually went to the conference I was just tagging along you know just to enjoy Miami um and you know help out along the way so Daniel do you want to like talk we were talking that? and then like the immediate thing that i could sense which was interesting because it was the bitcoin conference it wasn't the crypto conference yeah the bitcoin maximalists and then uh some of the just vibe of being full in on just one thing and it almost feeling like a cult <laughs> it was yeah there were there were some crazy uh, viral <laughs> stunts like Who's that guy that was doing the... It's not Michael Saylor, but the guy... Uh, oh, yeah. What's his name? He was doing Bitcoin baptisms, which basically like, <laughs> had a squirt gun and was squirting people with water, kind of like they did for... Uh, he was the guy who was... And I want... I, we we got to figure out his name where he was like... Uh, I'm looking this up. Fuck Elon! We're not selling! Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, legitimately, when you see these people... They they look insane. You can see it in their face. <laughs> like, it's like a, a wide. It's like an interesting like range of people. You know, like uh, you know, and you don't know whether they've just been in crypto since 2017 and just have millions in crypto, or you know, this guy's just like you know faking it to making it. Like, or I, who are just like rich business. People. I, I met a I met a cool guy, and it's maybe a development for Crypto Sparta. We'll see. Because we are looking to hire different people and stuff. And um, I met a guy who spoke Spanish, uh, who was at the crypto conference, handing out his resume. Like, the guy needed a job. And uh, we'll see if we'll work with him in terms of, like, um, you know, passing on some Spanish-speaking clients. Because he, he knew his stuff. He knew what crypto was. And these are the type of profiles we're looking for as associates to be able to service clients Um but like Brian was saying, the variety, I mean, 
A lot of neckbeards, a lot of chubby, geeky guys. A lot of top knots. Um, Winwood itself is kind of like a, you know, Brooklyn of Florida, basically. Yeah. It's like a lot of hipster. Um, it's a vibrant city, a lot of graffiti. It's, it's, uh, also tent cities, also very... Yeah, sh- tent we, <laughs> You can tell when we... Mattress cities, that's the new That's the new come up nowadays. You got a match, you got like a silly mattress on your... On, your on the ground the outside, yeah. Yeah, and you're just chilling in the sun. Like. So, I had gone into Miami being like, I, I speak Spanish and Portuguese, and I like Latin American culture, and I was like, maybe I'll move there from Minnesota, but uh, as I learned more about it, I was like, it's not as glamorous once you like peel off the... Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's like one street of Miami that's like always Don't in the go. movies. Yeah. Oh. Or like oh, you know, you're that's... saying yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the South. I mean, that's we went like... to the Fountain Blue. So that was a. Yeah, we went to that, like basically that street, like I don't know, Collins Drive or whatnot, or I don't know what that uh, avenue is, but that. It's like street. by Biscayne, I believe, like yeah. Biscayne Bay, you know. Yeah. Drake, you got a kind of Biscayne. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's like. That, it was a virus city. Um. But the interesting thing that I would say, and it kind of is like a signifier for all the other stuff, is like, I like the idea of alts and the flipping and Ethereum flipping Bitcoin, but you realize that Bitcoin is very, very strong. And then you can't, the market is still very tied to the price of Bitcoin. The thing was is that you couldn't say any other crypto other than Bitcoin. Like, if you're, you're a speaker or something. No, you remember when we got that ceviche and the people next to us were like, yeah. we're into alts and stuff, but you know, like, we've made it first. We've been into Bitcoin for a long time. Yeah. Um, you just sold everything and just put it back. 90% in into Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I have like 1% in Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I mean, the only Bitcoin I have is just off the free, free one <laughs> that they give me. <laughs> To like to do like, the questionnaires. Or like to open the app or like refer a friend. Yeah. Or like transfer this amount of money and hold it for a certain amount of days. Um, but yeah, so you couldn't even say any other altcoin. There was like Floyd Mayweather spoke at the conference and he was talking about how um, there was going to be a, a, another coin bigger than Bitcoin. Just like... Oh, and people got upset. Yeah, so he was like... Basically, like, there's Uber, and then there's Lyft. Like, there's always, like, that competition. And people got so mad. Even though they paid for paid a lot of money. They probably paid a lot of money for him to go there. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so much now looking back on it. Because we had talked on the other podcast about trying to get on the Tim Dillon podcast. Uh, unfortunately, he took other guests. Um, I wanted to be on, but uh, he got... You actually met him in line. I did though. meet him in line. <laughs> yeah. And then it was so crazy where at this conference, uh, it was the last day, and then they were saying, no one's allowed in after 4 p.m. And they were like, what? Like, there's still stuff going on. I want to go in to watch the Tim Dillon podcast. And Tim Dillon was trying to get in from that... Say- and he's like, I am the host of a panel and then he was calling people he was saying oh lukewarm uh, lukewarm IQs like whoa room temperature IQ people like are you really not gonna let in the guy and so we followed him in and if he hears this which I know he won't but shout out to Tim Dillon for getting me in after they said that we weren't supposed to 
But uh, unfortunately, instead of having me on his podcast, uh, he had the Winklevoss brothers as well as Logan Paul. So, yeah. I mean, he decided to go in a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> had, uh, had our I was like right behind them. It was like near them. <laughs> yeah, just uh, they had a full oh, point. One of the interesting things that had come from that podcast that they did, though. And it was very funny because he was joking with the Bitcoin people and some of them were going nuts. Yeah. Apparently they had to kick a couple people out of there. Yeah, there's a guy who like was heckling or something because he was talking smack about Bitcoin and he was like, oh yeah, that's that's Elon Musk's brother. Like, security, get rid of him. Well, someone like, <laughs> went out, interrupted the stage. Like, he had like uh, a tearaway pants. He took out his tearaway pants, like, uh, you know, ripped his shirt, and he had a Dogecoin shirt. Yeah, he had a Dogecoin. There was no security that stopped him. <laughs> he was on there for like a good like thirty oh, seconds. Oh, there were saying like Dogecoin yeah. is king. Or yeah. like there that. were some nut jobs there. Uh, and like it took a while. Like the security was lacking at that conference. Yeah. I did. I didn't have a ticket. I was like, just you know, to meet up with Daniel. I was speaking yeah. this. Uh, he just walked in and I was like, and, how did you get yeah. in here? <laughs> like, Daniel the media is like, you're not supposed to be here. I was like, they just let me, there's like an open pathway and no one stopped Yeah. Me. Oh, man. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Max Kaiser was the guy who was doing <laughs> the Bitcoin back. <laughs> Fuck Elon. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Was him and Michael Saylor, man. You, 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 and this is, it's a really good learning point to realize that some of the people that you're also on the same team with are like I don't know the words to properly politically yeah, correctly like, say it but out there wild. Yeah. You know, legitimately out there. and I don't want to be a dick there is some mental illness out there <laughs> like no, and I didn't but see. You need those people. You need the yeah. people to have the energy I that saw, you can. I saw someone post on Twitter being like, you know, it is like a cult. That's a good thing. Like, you need some culty, crazy people to make this happen. Like, I can't be on this 24-7. Like, <laughs> no. you need those energy guys. No. Spark plugs off the bench. Like, and that was, um... Everyone plays a role. I mean, that maybe that's when we can, like, uh, talk about um, our uh, potential partnership with the people. Uh, the uh, We had some discussions with some really cool... I actually met two different uh, hedge fund owners... One of them was in DeFi. The other one is Parker Asset Management. And we saw them uh, through personal connections and had some dinner. And uh, then, boom, you know, they both get a phone call. Oh, what was that? Oh, our bot is notifying us of the changes in Bitcoin price. Yeah, man. They're on and it. Man. They were telling us about the, the crash when they were up at 4.30 a.m., you know, doing futures and options contracts and trying to get in on the death. Like. And so, uh, if this is this will be news, um, Crypto Sparta is no longer interested, or I'm not interested in creating a hedge fund that <laughs> seems very, very stressful. And there are very smart people doing it in a better way. And Built different. yeah, we got some ex Googlers and Wall Street people. And um, if you'd like to be referred, they're looking for high net worth individuals to uh, invest in their hedge fund. And uh, you can go ahead and contact me. Um, but yeah, seeing the hedge fund people and seeing the the crazy people and seeing just the rich people, I mean, just Miami. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's just it's a wide range. Like you got like housewives there too, like old sixty year old Vietnamese women, like in the Bitcoin conference, like trying to utilize Bitcoin. <laughs> um, yeah, we're looking now. <laughs> yeah, sneaking into. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know the thing about the Bitcoin conference that's like really great is that you know a lot of crypto Twitter um, like influencers. It's a you know a reason to like get together and party, especially in Miami. And uh, so there's a lot of like you know crypto parties, events. Yeah. NFT showings. Yeah, we went to uh, NFT Basel. Yeah. We and that was like, I thought a ripoff. That was like the dumbest one. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, I mean, there's Chainlink had a happy hour that they talked about NFTs. Like, they're, you know, they're working with um, an LA NFT company to do an NFT for Lamella Ball, like, in basketball. So, it's like all these, like, different events um, that were sponsored by these different, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies. Um, ID or Everest, um, they had, they sponsored that yacht party that we wanted to go to. I know with the uh, crypto dog. Yeah. And crypto dog was there with Ledger and the people from Up Only, Up like, only, like uh, you know, we should have really gotten. I kind of really regret not not size making that chat, one. Size, size Chad was real. everywhere. Size, size Chad. Chad is real. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of like these different events and we were able to like measle and finagle our way, you know, balling, balling on a budget, be able to, you know, get to this, uh, Polka's, uh, polka spot, polka swap, polka swap, but they had, you know, polka starter, they got polka spot. Um, they have all these different, uh, events. <laughs> so we were able, Daniel was talking with, He's let's not he, discuss. Let's not discuss his who he is because no, yeah. No, no, but a Twitter, a, a Twitter user, a, hardwood. Oh, well, um, you just okay. <laughs> I was like, we know. Let's not use his uh, whatever, oh, and he just okay. said it. But no, it's all good. Yeah, we met yeah, hardwood. So you can edit that out. Well, no, it's we won't. We uh, won't. <laughs> but uh, it's all good. Now, okay, but we were, we're yeah, we went to meet uh, these influencers. In real life. And we met some real industry people. And I mean... Yeah. Hey, maybe this is like where we can include you. Because you were telling us that spiel earlier about, um, you know, being serious and projecting the right image. Um, but it is interesting that we did we did sneak into a crypto event and we just fit right in. And Crypto Sparta... Yeah, it was like the opposite of being professional. Like, <laughs> like we were... Like, I was in uh, shorts, basically, in a polo. Like... And then, you know, Ben's just in a, you know, t-shirt and jeans and, you know, Daniel's just wearing his crypto spark polo. And we walk in there and they definitely assumed that we were part of the event. The guy was like... And it definitely yeah, was invite only from? free like, drinks yeah, sponsored by someone. Yeah. Sponsored free by empanadas polo, and a sangria or, or something. Or you know, exactly. Rosé. Yeah. That worked at uh, Superbid, you know, the auction... Uh, platform that they were auctioning uh, Logan Paul's you know gloves after the fight um, using their platform um, so it was like all these like people that were in crypto in like 2017 like have have been successful in crypto by being early and were you talking about who was it uh, Lenny too yeah I think it's yeah Lenny codenamed Lenny but he was also he also knew the 
you know, Twitter guy I was talking about earlier. He was in another, like, secret telegram groups. Yeah, secret telegram groups for DeFi. Yeah, and, they, like, those were, like, the chain link, you know, people that found it at, like, 30 cents or, like, you know, under a dollar. Um, so those are, like, the OG guys. Like, that, like, no, like, that no, like, chain link god and, like, all these different influencers. Yeah, chain link god was there, too, wasn't he? I don't think he was. He was in Miami. Yeah. No, not there, there, but yeah. in Miami. Yeah, so it was good, like, meeting. It was, the, the vibe was very, like, pro-crypto. So it was, like, refreshing, you know, in, uh, it was kind of a, like a bubble, a crypto bubble, that there was euphoria, that, like, outside the bubble, it was, like, you know, raining and a hurricane. Like, yeah, like, actually, the prices were horrible, and like overall sentiment is really bad. Yeah, but like. But when you're meeting was, the people there, it's like we've all made it. We are already. Who cares? But like, it's like we're I'm, so long on Bitcoin. Yeah. Like Bitcoin is the future. We don't care about now. We just like it's gonna be good in the future. Yeah, they're like they don't have worries. I mean, like. So it was nice to like. I think know, the biggest worry overall is like the regulation. Yeah. And like, I mean. At the moment, maybe, yeah, or there's another thing that, to bring you in, Harry, where it's like, do you think the regulation is going to be coming, or? Well, they're going to regulate income, you know, I think they already have, um, but, you know, and then if you're trading on, like, a platform like Robinhood or something. They have your info, you know, the KYC, the anti-money laundering. you get, like, a statement at the end of the year, you file with your taxes, um, but, you know, the whole decentralization, like, I don't really know what conceivable way, like, they could actually regulate prices or anything like that. You know? Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, if you're smart enough, and I don't do these types of things, this is definitely not financial or legal advice, but if you're smart enough, uh, you can get around it. And then that was kind of, maybe we can move on to some of the news besides, like, you know, Get past all the Miami stuff, well, but I mean, yeah, there's I more Miami to say, stuff. To, you know, go off of that. You know, government. You see a lot in the news that like government is talking about Bitcoin. Like you saw Elizabeth Warren, you know, spiel about how it's a, you know, such a uh, electricity cons- consumer that you know it's not clean green energy, and that we need to crack down on Bitcoin mining. That kind of stuff. And there's that whole spiel so just came up overnight with yeah. yep. Elon Musk being like, "Oh, so actually, I don't like Bitcoin because now it's an energy-consuming thing." Like if you do yeah. a little that bit just of happened research, overnight. Like, yeah, no, and a lot of this is like he's smarter than that because it's no, like it's obviously a before you yeah. buy Bitcoin, you're gonna re- research like how it's made. You know, the thing for me is like the idea is. Uh, and I mean, Does anyone know the statistics on the actual... It's more than Iceland. That's what they say. Is that you yeah, can calculate how much the... Like, it's like the 26. More, dollars. yeah. But the thing is, is that the daily use is, you know, comparable to like an average household running like their washer and dryer in like their house. Yeah. Like the thing is, is that, you know, it doesn't, it utilizes electricity. But where is your electricity coming from? It's coming from the state. These you know, these grid. these governments what are state? trying to hide the fact that someone should go ahead to Elizabeth Warren and say, uh, Elizabeth Warren, what is the value for um, poor people in foreign countries to have a protection from inflation and then not have to deal with uh, centralized authorities to do tr- uh, monetary transactions? 
she will shut up. Yeah, the thing is, is that... <laughs> they man. just want to... It's totally because people are putting their money into crypto instead of currencies that are run by companies. The U.S. federal government has the most to lose exactly. from the success of Bitcoin. Exactly. Compared yeah. to any other, you know, entity in the entire world. And the Bitcoin maxis... And the thing is, I'm like... I like Ethereum, I like DeFi, I like other stuff. And, like, to me, the issue is there's the proof of work. That's why there's so much more... Uh, effort, and then this is like a technical discussion. I'm not even that smart about it, but there's proof of work and proof of stake, and the proof of work is what makes Bitcoin run. And they're doing very complicated mathematical equations to make sure that the distributed ledger works. That's a really quick summary of proof of work and how Bitcoin is mined. And in my mind, it's inefficient, and that's what Elon said, and it's very true. But then you're there with the Bitcoin maximalists, and they say. No, Bitcoin will be the reserve currency of the entire world. And then you see what the news is in El Salvador. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, you can take it too, but I mean... Yeah, no. I was there when they announced it, the president of El Salvador. And maybe you can talk about it, Harry, too, where the legal implications of the fact that Bitcoin is now a recognized currency in El Salvador. So if you are a merchant, apparently that's the crazy thing, that on the ground, what this actually means is like... In El Salvador, you have to take Bitcoin as a real currency. And now, the thing is, what we're looking at is the legal and tax implications of... If you're doing Forex trading between... Foreign exchanges. Sorry, sometimes I get... I don't know who we're talking to or if they know. But uh, if you're trading dollars against euros, you know... um, There is no uh, taxes on appreciation of a foreign currency... So if Bitcoin doesn't get taxed anymore, but I mean, I don't know if you know how those things work and maybe it's something you can look into because it's like, well, I wonder if the, you know, El Salvadoran or whatever you say, Salvadorian or whatever version of Bitcoin could be considered a foreign currency or not. Exactly. Because, and I don't think that tonight it's, it's not like they said that. And then the U S was like, damn, we can't tax people anymore. Like, I'm quite sure they will still be taxing people on capital gains of Bitcoin appreciation. But... I've had the thought before that if I was, like, trying to weaken the U.S., what would be one of the best ways to do it? Weaken the fact that the U.S. dollar is the, you know, since the 70s, it's now the gold of... The world. The world. All other currencies are based on the floating U.S. dollar supply. And how would you... Cut into that, and I'm not trying to spread conspiracy theories. I just kind of had this thought randomly pop into my head, and I was like, "Wow, you know, if I was the Chinese version of the CIA, that would be a great way to do it. Be, you know, take away the the U.S. monopoly on currency supply." And they're trying, and I mean, this is like we're jumping around because we got our board that we we're going to go bit by bit. But, but the right idea right of CBDCs, you know, centralized bank digital currencies, yeah. and then the digital yuan. And then how they're looking at doing the... Uh, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria's looking for the central bank uh, cryptocurrency thing. Yeah, but um, meanwhile, Nigerians as a people have been adopting Bitcoin more and more as it gets illegal. Yeah, And the thing is, the they did it in India, they do it in China, they say that they're going to make it illegal. Secretly, I'm like so sure, and then the thing is, you can be like, Okay, to what extent? And then that's like a that's like a sliding lever. So sure that China owns a 
shit ton of Bitcoin and that they as the country have been mining it because their country is run by authoritarians that know everything that happens. Oh yeah. And the flip side of what I said before is that obviously China doesn't like it either though. Yeah, yeah I know. it also eats into the value of their own currency. But they're letting their people do it because their people anybody who allows their people to uh, invest in cryptos their people make money and then who are the people? Probably the rich people. Yeah. Yep. And the miners, and I mean, they were saying that that was a big issue with the Bitcoin price because there was just a ton of miners in China going offline. And it was the most uh, uh, effective way to mine Bitcoin was using the Chinese hydroelectric dams. Well, energy is probably cheaper in China. Yeah, and then what they were saying is that El Salvador is like, we're going to use volcanoes. <laughs> we're, we're mining Bitcoin with volcanoes. Like, is this a real world? Like, this is this is upside down world. People will pay double for volcano-produced yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, Twitter was having fun on that. Yeah. We can get a lot of girlfriends now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, like, the big announcement at the end of Bitcoin Conference was that, you know, Bitcoin is going to be a legal currency in El Salvador. What? And there was also a thing that they enacted, too, where it's, like, if you had three Bitcoin, you're automatically, like, uh, eligible for uh, citizenship. Yeah. 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 Well, many countries have, like, a buy-in requirement like that. No, but they said also any crypto entrepreneurs are given uh, passports. Well, they're going to try to start a whole economy based on that. Yeah, and I mean, the country is screwed otherwise. And they said that the president, everybody... And then I also talked with my mom, who is a... She's a social worker. uh, That She's Colombian. She works in the Latino community. Um, Everyone in Latin America has tremendous respect... They say that he is one of the best politicians yeah. of any of those countries. And that's that's very rare to hear. <laughs> Most rare. Latin Americans hate their politicians. Well, and it's like so corrupt. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. And he's just doing good things for the country. So, so quick round table. Like, if you were like crypto millionaire, would you move to El Salvador? Yeah. Koski. I speak Spanish. But you, uh, Koski. I'd probably pick somewhere else. It's possible. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you, you're going to El Salvador for the, those benefits, right? You have, like, more than three. You're like a millionaire, you can live in multiple yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. Different. You don't have to be in El Salvador. Right? No, but you could. Benefits. It'd be complicated. You need to add more context. Where it's like, if you're a not super duper millionaire, but, like, it would be very beneficial to you in that context to move to El Salvador because of. No, tax like benefits. You could air quotes live there and then not live there. Not yeah, actually yeah. physically be there. And right. that's what they're hoping for. <laughs> they want you to store well, your like money the there. What is the benefit of being an El Salvadorian citizen, I guess? The lack of taxes. taxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thing is, though, I don't really. That's just getting really complicated, but like, how, would, how does El Salvador even control any. You know, how do they control Bitcoin at all? Like, if, you know, normally. Well, they don't have their own currency. You know, it's the dollarization of Central America happened, and they don't even have their own currency. They use dollars that they're not in control of either. There's an incentive (laughs) for, you know, uh, the U.S. to have you storing all your money in the U.S. because you'll be 
keeping lots of U.S. dollars in the U.S. which they can tax. But how would El Salvador tax Bitcoin when it's all out there in the stratosphere? I don't think they tax anything. I don't think they get taxed. I think they're broke. <laughs> well, I'm just like, what is the incentive then? Just that they have a more... I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't even understand. What I mean, it could be a tourist thing, too. <laughs> Straight up. like. Maybe well, the interesting thing was what they were saying, and then this is the weird thing, where it was like, yeah, you can like look at the prices and like, yeah, the market's in the dumps. Uh, there was euphoria. It was going up like crazy for a really long time, and then it stopped. Um, but the actual news on the ground... In my opinion, but like it's like, you know, and then this is the crazy thing is the market is not tied to the news at all. Yeah. You can tell that you're basically playing in a manipulated game. So it's like, like, I don't know if I can say that this is financial advice, but the financial advice is that you're at the whims of whales and there are very large fish that are playing with the price to mess with people's heads. Oh yeah. Like the that's ocean that's what I'm talking deep. about with this whole, you know, overnight Elon Musk is like, yeah. oh, um, it's actually consuming a lot of energy. And then you said, you know, Elizabeth Warren said the same thing. And it's like, well, dude, we knew no, that. And China You're says that it's going to get banned for like the Elon 15th Musk time. Elon Musk is supposed to be a super genius and a technology expert. And he suddenly just yeah, realized that one really day that. he woke up and was like, wait a minute. That wasn't in your initial TPS report. Yeah. I mean, that's why everyone at the conference is like, fuck Elon, because everybody knows that he's yeah. playing with the price he's making money on. And that's what Tim Dillon was joking about. He was like, oh, yeah, and our other guest, Elon. No, Elon isn't here. You'd probably kill him. <laughs> well, here's my other question, is because I didn't go to the Bitcoin conference, obviously. Yeah. I saw some hilarious videos, like you said, of the guy with the rip-off track. Yeah, <laughs> This just honestly, that is a bad look for cryptocurrency. No, it's there's embarrassing. so much trash. There's <laughs> really so much the wild trash. west. It's like so said. bad. Yeah. It's the wild west. There's it's like, like there's oh. billionaires there, and there's like you know, it's like the an ocean. Beers, like it's said. like an ocean, like in you know all the meme coins and all that stuff is just like all the pollution in the ocean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and then oh, like TikTokers, the ocean, like all the whales, like are coming out of the dark and can like eat you up you know if you're leveraging too much like yep. it's like crazy and that and that's like the exciting thing but also like the scary thing as well and it's like the technical analysis people you know there are people looking at charts and no you're clueless there are no regulations no, there is nothing that just <laughs> <blind>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah so it's like um, yeah, so, Dan, you want to talk Should about we go? some NFTs? No, nah, let's just go to Dubai. Because oh, we yes. are going to Dubai, or I'm going to Dubai. Yeah. I, let's I'm see so... if Brian can make it. I hope he can. Having Brian as backup has been huge. October 16th, I guess, is where the event is. Dodgeball, basketball, there are going to be some fights. Yeah. Andre Cronio dropped out. Oh. Yeah, I know, that's a bummer. So, Twitter, um... <laughs> Yeah, Twitter influencers are going to fight each other in Dubai. It kind of is another, you're like, it's a bad look for Twitter. It's like, yeah, random people whose accounts are like a duck and like a frog have been arguing because they're both millionaires and their egos are... So we're going to do a fight for charity sponsored by a very rich crypto person in Dubai who has connections to the royal family. 
who has already reserved a uh, arena. And then he's created a main card and side events, as well as a full week of Party and so dodgeball is, tournament. What is the official name of this? Event? I don't know. It's not an official event. It's, it's a crypto Twitter event. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. It's First of all, I wanted to ask this before, but why is was the Bitcoin conference Bitcoin only? And like, who made? There's it like that a one? nonprofit like organization that's like you know. Their mission is to, you know, further, you know, suck it, or Namamoto's, like, image. Satoshi Nakamoto. It's almost like it's a company that claims to run Bitcoin, but it doesn't. It's like, they they claim, like, Bitcoin representation. Like, they represent Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah. And so it's... I don't get it. It's like... And it's, I guess, if you just, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah. Just throw an event, like, people. Oh, and people are, there you go. Tony Hawk was there. Yeah, Like, an NFT, like, skateboard. Um, Yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, I heard from other people, like, listening at, like, the Bomi podcast. They did a Miami Rebrief. Oh, did they? Yeah, debrief uh, with Size Chad and uh, I know I saw I wanted to watch that one with Size Chad. Yeah, yeah. it's good. So, we gotta meet Size Chad. So what they basically it's a goal in life. <laughs> yeah, the, what they basically said was that you know there's a lot of gimmicks there. Um, it wasn't like a full on like professional conference. You know, security was really relaxed. Kind of yeah, I mean it was a mix of like speakers and then like but people but you know trying to make it professional. It was like goofy. That being said, one sign that I felt was like, there's a bar that's outside of where the speakers are and everything. Both days, I don't know who, someone bought out the bar. Yeah, someone was like giving out free food, I guess, too. There was just so much money and it was like, you know, it's a gimmick, but like, no, like, is it a gimmick? Well, well, that like, guy was just there selling expensive rocks, not yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, rich people, yep, yep. not not even like. So we've been looking at some NFT stuff and like creating some uh, educational content on NFTs and doing some work with some artists. But uh, there was a guy who had gold and then rare minerals, and I was like, "What are you doing at the Bitcoin conference?" He's like, "We just got to find a couple whales." Like, we sell rare minerals to mainly very, very, very rich people. So if we and find one... Crystals. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's a very small market. But you just need a few clients. And so we got three good leads. And then we'll be looking at doing some, some work with them. Because they were having people approach them saying, we would like to create the NFTs of your work. And yeah, so I... even there for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. They were just there to find rich people that want to buy weird crap. Weird rocks and how, like, they handpicked it from the lava from a recent volcano. Uh, yeah. That sort of thing. So, I mean, du- like, yeah. I mean, we'll be, yeah, Dubai. That's a, that, we're past Dubai. and I gotta see, I mean, October, I mean, technically we are in a pandemic, but, you know, Dubai is somewhat safe out here. Because, like, people in the UK... I guess, like, watching that video are, like, people who are, like, not from the U.S. They weren't able to fly to the U.S., like, directly, uh, like, from their country. So they had to go to Dubai and quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And then fly out of Dubai. 
So, yeah, so there's going to be a lot more of the people who didn't show up for Miami who are like way bigger players. Like, you know, the world, you know, crypto outside of the U.S., I think is bigger than the U.S., obviously. Yeah. But um, we can go ahead and wrap it up. Let's do the the, the shills. And I, I've already got my show. It's gonna be funny. But you go ahead, Brian. I mean, the market has been so chop, so it's like everything is down. But you just have to. I mean, Urzel's looking so juicy. In my mind, there's yeah, but like the fundamentals are strong. They're starting to, to you know be more active on their Twitter. I know. You know they're. They're all be, they're leaving all these breadcrumbs. Not financial advice, but I'm buying nah, more. I'm oh buying more. God. They're leaving all these breadcrumbs that are just so juicy yeah. that I just like eat it up, and I'm getting fatter and fatter. Yeah. Um. But uh. So that's like just like double down on your fun your fundamental coins that you like and you've done research and you trust because like you can't go wrong. With those. No, and what I was thinking too from Miami is um. There were people that knew cryptos. There were some smart people, some dumb ones. The smart ones were talking DeFi, and a lot of dumb people, in my opinion, weren't. And people don't understand DeFi. And I'm like, we're so fucking early. No, it's the thing. We're like so early. You mentioned like what platform they use for you know lending and borrowing, and they'll, they, they didn't they even know. They'll go for like the big ones, the ones that already. You're. The, compound the, yeah, maker compound, yeah. all those things but DeFi I mean I, I wasn't gonna say this but I mean there's the, yeah these are shills on like just DeFi in general Urzel as well like the underwater fundamental uh, we're so, alts we're bullish on DeFi we're yeah but um my shill is find the best yields on stable coins Get your 20%. Come on, that's a fucking not, great return. It's not 20 anymore. There's 20 some places, I think. Yeah. And I actually, I got a, I got, I got my private client that I need to find what the best stable coin yield is. I got to ask the private 10, group 10, about that and nine, figure... Like yeah, 10. 9, 10. Just, if you don't want to be worried, it's like a... There's a just lot of chop. Yep. Yeah, just better get... Better than a CD or... Yeah, CD it's even better than like... Um, it's borderline just as good as the stock market based yeah. on... I mean, the level of risk and that not or whatever. But but yeah, those are the shills. And um, we'll wrap it up at that. It's been a great podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. Nick. (laughs) And whoever else. (laughs) Yeah, only one person listens. The analytics show. Yeah, yeah. The metrics. Yeah. All right. right. Peace. Cool. Peace.